bring you a three-minute digest of what happened in China's business sector. This is China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Hello everyone, I'm Stephanie Lee. Coming up on today's program, the 2023 Gaokao begins today with a record number of applicants. And China's foreign trade grew 4.7% year-on-year in the first five months. Here's what you need to know about China in the past 24 hours. A record number of Chinese students on Wednesday began sitting the world's toughest college entrance examinations known as Gaokao, the first since the country optimized its COVID rules last year. China's education ministry says a record of nearly 13 million students have registered for the national exams, spiking 980,000 from last year. Their exams will last from two to four days, depending on their choice of subject. The ministry has called upon local authorities to ensure that the exam takes place safely and fairly. Some localities have taken it a step further to facilitate test tickets, including prohibiting cars from honking and imposing temporary traffic control near the exam site and suspending operations at nearby construction sites. They have also ramped up anti-cheating security with several provinces this year installing facial recognition technology to detect surrogates hired to take the exam for someone else and reducing signal transmission power near exam sites to block electronic cheating methods. The scanners will also detect electronic equipment such as hidden cell phones, earpieces and electronic watches. China's college admission rates fell from over 90% to 85% last year, but it still means most students got the opportunity to receive higher education. According to data from Chinese search giant Baidu, college disciplines related to engineering remain popular, while management-related majors are gradually losing the charm. And in recent years, the popularity of majors in the medical field has also been increasing. The latest data for the 2023 Baidu trending search show that clinical medicine is the most popular major this year. From 2019 to 2021, the proportion of medical enrollment exceeded 7%, marking an increase of 0.45 percentage point over a span of two years. China's total import and export grew 4.7% year-on-year to 16.77 trillion yuan in the first five months, data from the General Administration of Customs showed on Wednesday. Export grew 8.1% to 9.62 trillion yuan in the first five months, compared with the same period last year, while import rose 0.5% to 7.15 trillion yuan, the administration added. In May alone, foreign trade expanded 0.5% to 3.45 trillion yuan. Export witnessed a 0.8% year-on-year decrease to 1.95 trillion yuan, while imports climbed 2.3% to 1.5 trillion yuan, the GEC data showed. The Association of Southeast Asian Nations remained China's largest trading partner, with bilateral trade up by 9.9% year-on-year to reach 2.59 trillion yuan. While trade with the EU, its second largest trade partner, grew by 3.6% in the five-month period. Meanwhile, private enterprises have played a larger role in driving up foreign trade, accounting for 52.8% of the country's total. And it's worth noting that export of automobile maintains strong momentum, which soared by 124%. 
The World Bank on Tuesday raised its 2023 global growth outlook as it said China and other major economies have proven more resilient than previously forecast. The global economy is set to climb 2.1% this year, up 2.4 percentage points from a forecast in early January, according to the World Bank's latest Global Economic Prospect report. Meanwhile, the bank significantly lifted China's growth forecast to 5.6% in 2023, up 0.5 percentage point from April's forecast. However, the development lender cut its 2024 global growth forecast to 2.4% from 2.7% in January, citing the lack effect of central bank monetary tightening and more restrictive credit conditions that were reducing business and residential investments. Moving on to some regional highlights. The 14th annual meeting of the new champions, also known as the Summer Davis Forum, is set to be held in North China's Tianjin municipality from June 27 to 29. The National Development and Reform Commission announced Tuesday. Themed entrepreneurship, the driving force of the global economy, this year's Summer Davis Forum has attracted over 1,500 participants from politics, business, academia, social organizations and international organizations, according to the NDRC. Disney is rumoured to build its third theme park in China and Qingdao. The coastal city in East China's Shandong province is on the list of potential locations. Qingdao's Culture and Tourism Bureau responded yesterday for the first time that they highly valued investment and construction of theme park projects and have had multiple communications with Disney regarding the introduction of Disney projects. But currently, there is no plan for Disney to settle in Qingdao and invest in project, said Pan Feng, the city's tourism chief. Next on the Australian Company News, a new energy light train rail that is to be exported to Huhi in Argentina rolled off the production line on Tuesday at CRC Tangshan Corp. This marks the first time that China's new energy light rail trains are to be used within the foreign country's transport system, according to its manufacturer. The train can run at a maximum speed of 60 km per hour with a passenger capacity ranging from 72 to 388. With electronic locomotives at both ends, it allows for two-way driving, the company said. Visa applications by Chinese citizens had returned to 35% of the amount in 2019 before the pandemic as of May 20, media reported today, citing a visa services agency owned by US private equity giant Blackstone. Now that international travel curbs are being lifted as COVID-19 wanes, Chinese people's appetite for overseas travel is increasing, VFS Global said. Canada, Germany, UK and the US are the most popular destinations for long-distance travel, and Japan, South Korea and Thailand are the most sought-after neighbouring countries that people want to visit. China's Tongwei and Longji Green Energy Technology, the world's largest suppliers of high-purity polycrystalline silicon materials, and monocrystalline solar wafers, respectively, announced capacity expansion plans in the middle and lower streams of the supply chain to balance their industrial layout. Tongwei intends to build solar cell and module plants in China's southwestern Chengdu with a total fixed asset investment of 10.5 billion yuan, the firm said in a statement late yesterday. 
On the same day, Longji announced that it would invest 12.5 billion yuan to build solar silicon rod and battery production plant and a global innovation center in the northwestern Chinese city of Xi'an. Rio Tino has teamed up with Chinese Sichuan University to conduct innovative research on carbon mineralization techniques that would allow the international mining giant to reduce its carbon footprint. The pair will explore an optimal method of carbon mineralization and apply the new technology to solid waste disposal, turning waste into marketable product, according to a deal the two signed on Monday. Carrefour China confirmed that the hypermarket chain operator, majority owned by Chinese retail giant Suning.com, has temporarily restricted payment with gift cards to as much as 20% of the bill in some cities to prevent scalpers from cashing out. The policy will be eased again when the share of payments made with gift cards falls, Carrefour China added. Switching it to financial news, several Chinese state-owned banks will lower deposit interest rates for the yuan and the dollar, according to media report on Tuesday, citing sources from the banks. The interest rate for yuan demand deposit will be reduced by five basis points, and the interest rates for certain time deposit will be lowered by 10 basis points. And in the case for dollar deposits, some banks will cap the interest rate for one-year time deposits above $50,000 at below 4.3%, compared to the previous ceiling of 5%. Shanghai Fosun Pharmaceutical Corp, a unit of private Chinese conglomerates Fosun Group, secured two loans totaling 50 million euros from the International Finance Corp to fund a project in Cote d'Ivoire, West Africa. The loans will support Fosun Farmers' construction of a pharmaceutical production facility and distribution centre in Abidjan, the largest city of Côte d'Ivoire, according to the World Bank's IFC on Tuesday. And wrapping up with a quick look at the stock market, Chinese stocks ended mixed on Wednesday, with the benchmark Shanghai Composite gaining 0.1%, while the Shenzhen component shed 0.6%. Hong Kong stocks were on the rebound thanks to a rally in Chinese tech firms. The Hang Seng Index climbed 0.8% and the Tech Index jumped 2.3%. That's it for today. Tune in tomorrow on China Business Now by 21st Century Business Herald. Goodbye.